Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Shager, joined in the studio today with Gina Murphy-Darling of Mrs. Green's World and Mike Peel. He's the Southern Arizona Director of Local First Arizona. They have a lot going on all the time, but in particular today we're going to be talking about the Arizona Living Economy Forum. It's taking place over at the YWCA Southern Arizona on September 17th. That's Sunday, September 17th, all afternoon from 12.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. And there's a lot of collaborators there working on discussing what it means for an Arizona living economy. Welcome. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here again. Great to be here. Thanks, Gina. Thanks, Mike. What is the impetus for this event? I think when we started it, it was a sense of getting people involved and engaged with what is happening in our community here in Southern Arizona. There are so many good things happening, and now more than ever, all of the major players involved value the opportunity to really be in community, to literally spend time together, to talk about what's happening, to talk about the good things that are happening, to talk about the very sustainable things that are going on in Southern Arizona, particularly in Tucson, to build that economy in ways that are sustainable, that take into account things like climate change and social justice. So it was very much coming from the heart of how do we gather people to share these ideas, come up with solutions, and just have an all-around great, fun Sunday afternoon where you can learn and be with people that you really that really care about what's going on. Agreed. And looking at the how-to of what these organizations and these businesses have been doing in our community, how are they being as successful as they are, and how do we inspire others to want to do something similarly or be uh, connected to individuals who could help them along the way, whatever that might be, to improve our community. So that's the idea behind showcasing these best practices. What are some examples? I think one of my favorite, of course, Mrs. Green is going to pop in here, is there's they were going to do one about um, sustainable solutions. And it's literally going to provide sustainable strategies in our daily lives to understand the interconnectedness of green efforts. You know, climate change is actually a faceless villain. So we are going to bring people together that are doing things like the Sonoran Institute and Technicians for Sustainability and other organizations that actually are out there doing the good green thing on a daily basis. And how do you support them? How do you learn about them and why it's important? So one of my favorite is sustainable solutions. That's no surprise, right, Mike? Not at all. (laughs) And we're uh, fortunate to have uh, Gina emceeing the event, which is great for everybody. <laughs> Give her a microphone and get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> We've been fortunate also to have Gina and the YWCA helping us connect at Local First Arizona with the key players here, the, the individuals and the businesses and the organizations that will be showcased. So we are looking at a number of tracks uh, ranging from food, soil, and nature to shared ownership and community capital, sustainable solutions, as Gina mentioned, localism and localist policies, and opportunity and innovation for engagement. So we have many tracks here for, I think, anybody in the community who wants to learn about best practices, we have a track for you. 
when you look at the tracks when we're putting them together, the one challenge we have is that, you know, tracks run parallel and people want to go to every one of them. But we're going to have a, a session at the end, the solutions that Mike and I are going to co-lead and really talk about, so this is great. What a wonderful Sunday afternoon. Now what do we do? What's the call to action? How do you get engaged? What are some of the solutions? And hopefully people, more people will make commitments and get engaged um, about how to call yourself into action and not just say, oh, that was fun. You know, happy Monday tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we're all very action-based organizations, and that's what is driving this entire event and why it was uh, such a success last year and we're, we're now building off that success. At uh, Local First Arizona, we take pride in being a value-driven and action-based organization and we want to work on anything with partners that will reflect the many pillars of our mission to strengthen local economies through diversity and inclusion. So we are looking for uh, ways to bring everyone together, to inspire, to learn about best practices, and to provide opportunities to, as we like to call it, vote with your wallet, because we think that's the most powerful way to drive local economies, is where are you spending your money and understanding how much of an impact that can be locally, how that can uh, lead up to four times more return on investment, depending on if you're spending locally or not. And we have to give a shout out to our friend Leanne Hernandez from the YWCA. I was trying to channel her this morning because when I sit with her in a meeting or in anything that's in community and think about what the YWCA stands for in our community in terms of leadership and social justice and action. So she's a very passionate, proud partner. And there's basically five of us that put this together and we like it that way. Or six, we have to count um, our wonderful intern, your wonderful intern, but it's, it's a lot of work and we we really j find joy in just being together us in community to plan this for Tucson oh absolutely this is also an opportunity for us to think about where we go from here where do we ins uh, get inspired for next year based on who's there at the event who may want to be showcased next year we're looking for connections all the time and I think that the, the YWCA is such a hub for all that. Totally. We're so fortunate to have uh, that as our home base in so many ways. I work with another community uh, coalition effort called the Tucson Emerging 2030 District, which is focused on reducing carbon emissions. And that is our home base as well. We meet there every two weeks. And so I think the YWCA is the ideal place for an event uh, like this. The I energy can't, yeah. around it is just, you just want to be there. <laughs> I can't think of a better place. I can't either. <laughs> so uh, we are uh, looking for um, anyone in the community who wants to connect with us on these efforts. We can't do this alone. And our keynote will be speaking about how this is a collective effort about creating local economic growth and the movement, as we like to call it. Our keynote will be Kimber Lanning, the founder and executive director of Local First Arizona, which is now the largest locally owned independent business coalition in the country, has been uh, for some time. And it, the whole uh, reason behind the success for us being the largest in the country is because we are collaborating and we are working with many nonprofits and businesses and we've created a true coalition. We're uh, very proud of that. And, and it's I, a true new economy. 
Yes. It, it is really a true, our new economy in this state, and Kimber is a leader nationally, recognized nationally. So this is an exciting time to come out and hear what we're all up to and how we're spreading the word and how you can get engaged. I think people are starved for it. They don't know what to do. There's a lot of, it's tumultuous times. No matter what your beliefs are, they're challenging times. And this is an opportunity to come and hear about really good things, which I think a lot of us are starved for. Yeah, where is that good news often? (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, it's hard to find, but it's not that it's not there. It is out there. You have to seek it out. And I think this event brings it all together in one place. Not that there's not more good news to showcase. It's just that we're pulling together everyone we've been connecting with recently or who have been recommended to us. And we know we can do a lot more than uh, just even this one event. And we intend to do so. And I think this is a springboard in a lot of ways for more collaboration in other ways. And we see it that way. We don't see this as a one-off event that we just do once a year. I think it's a way to gather everybody, inspire everybody, and make sure that those connections are stronger or made in the first place. And I, I think that's why Local First Arizona has been growing as much as it has is because it is a movement that meets regularly. We have regular events. We do a lot of creative events like this one, and we're going to keep doing that. You're going to see a lot more of that from us. What about our partners? Because it's, it is Mrs. Green's world. It is Local First. It is the YWCA. We have to give a shout out to Lisette, who's from the United Way, and she's all about early childhood education. And she basically volunteers her time. And everybody has a piece of it. And I think it's important also who should come. That's a thing that I think about. What's the demographic? And to me, the answer is anyone who's a consciously living human being in Tucson, Arizona. I mean, my friends come and my demographic is older. <laughs> I mean, and I invited some girlfriends last year and they loved it so much that one of my friends, her husband became a sponsor this year because she went home and reported so much good information of things that you're not aware of because it's not being covered. KXEI is covering things like this. Mrs. Green's World, once a week on Down to Earth. But there's so much um, for everybody. It's not for like greenies or people that are just caring about climate change. It's about where you live and, and where you work and how you spend your money. So I think that's the passion that I get for it. It's There's something that's going to be there for everyone to just continue to raise your environmental IQ, your local IQ about what's happening, and be around people that are not just like-minded, but they're confused, looking for answers, trying to figure out what do I do? How can I put my energy where? Um, I need a solar company. What would be a good one? You know what I mean? So as consumers and as citizens and good stewards of the planet, I think it's who should come. If you listen to this and you want to have a great Sunday afternoon, then you should come. If something in here touches you, then you should come and check us out. And um, I don't think I don't think anybody will walk away disappointed. No, not at all. And I think that was really well put in terms of how much this is an uh, in, an opportunity for anyone in the community to learn something, no matter what your background. And to give a little more detail, like Gina was providing on one of the tracks, the other tracks include, uh, for example food, soil, and nature, which is focused on investing in soil, local food, and nature-based businesses and infrastructure to increase the circulation of local foods in our economy. And partners that will be featured include Pivot Produce, the Pima County Seed Library, TUSD Farm to School, 
Barrio Bread and BKW Farms and the Ajo Center for Sustainable Agriculture. And on that track, we actually uh, featured uh, Barrio Breads with, regard, with regards to a collaboration that they have uh, with the Food Conspiracy Co-op. So they're now partnering where Food Conspiracy Co-op features their bread and provides their bread on a regular basis for everybody who can't uh, wait in line as long as it takes to get into Barrio Bread nowadays. <laughs> and Don's yeah. a local wonder. I mean, he's yeah. known all over the world. So having him represented there just shows our commitment to that. And another track that I want to talk about, we have such a treasure trove of brainiacs and innovators and thought leaders at the University of Arizona. And one of my favorite people on the planet, Nancy Peterson, from the Institute of the Environment, and she works in the Howery program, she's coming to talk about climate change and the climate reality. We got trained as climate reality leaders in Denver, and people need to know, make this faceless villain have a face, and don't be scared. Be engaged, be involved. So the university is going to provide a track um, opportunity for innovation and innovation for engagement, and that's what they do. And sometimes I don't think that they toot their horn loudly enough either, because they are innovators. In in my world, when I interview people from all over the world, the University of Arizona is known in geography, in solar, in water, in food security, food safety. There are so many areas that impact our lives that have some of the of the crop that are in residence here, that are our professors here, that are doing creative, innovative things. I mean, the Institute of the Environment, I could live there yeah. <laughs> because they're all about solutions and facing the problems and coming up with answers. So again, there's that enrichment. I mean, it's just, it's enriching for me to be a part of it. And I sit on the panels because I continue to learn. Oh, absolutely. I think we're all going to learn something no matter what. Even if you've been doing this work for a long time, I think you'll find something new here or learn something about an organization you had not realized they were working on that uh, partnership, for example. You may not have known that about the Food Conspiracy Co-op, and you can learn more about the reasons behind that partnership and what other partnerships they're seeking. Like, and if you don't know about Barrio Bread, it's worth coming for that. I Maybe, yeah. maybe Don will listen to this and he'll bring some samples. It's that the alone. Best, it's the best bread on the planet. It's the only bread I've ever eaten that doesn't need butter. I mean, that's <laughs> that's Don's, Don Guerra's claim to fame. But it's, it's those exciting things that um, you, you go to you know, throughout your day, and there's a lot of bad news out there. And this is not about bad news. This is about good news. You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. Our guests today are Gina Murphy-Darling of Mrs. Green's World and Michael Peel. He's the Southern Arizona Director for Local First Arizona. Uh, the event they're speaking about takes place on Sunday, September 17th from 12.30 to 5.30 p.m. It's the Arizona Living Economy Forum, and you can find out more about it at the localfirstaz.com website under, living, under AZ Living Economy Forum. So we also have some uh, opportunities for giveaways here. And I wanted to highlight a partner of ours, the Glue Factory, which is a local uh, print shop that is focused on uh, actually looking at social causes with a lot of their work. And they are doing a special bag in collaboration with a local artist to uh, highlight the themes that we're talking about today all these tracks that we're focused on and the pillars of 
what we mean when we say local first will be highlighted on this very special uh, bag that has some really creative illustrations that I think are very Southern Arizona. And I'll leave it at that. I think that uh, that bag alone is worth getting there early <laughs> for the event. <laughs> it's uh, awesome. I saw the uh, art design the other day, and I think it's something that people are going to really uh, keep and treasure. So we have that as a giveaway for the attendees uh, for it was as many as we all have available. <laughs> so I would definitely get, get there, there early, early get for your it. Prize. That always inspires me. And then, of course, at the end, we always have a celebration. So there'll be, you know, great food and opportunity to have a nice little drink with your friends and always end every celebration with food. That's my mantra. If what do we have what are we gonna eat? <laughs> well yeah, exactly. And the YWCA again being featured yes. in another in another light with their local food that they have uh, within the within their center and at their cafe that just recently reopened. The Corazon Cafe uh, now has uh, more options on the menu, and I think it's definitely a place if you're looking for uh, great food and local food and a meeting place, another reason to go to the YWCA. So we'll have that as part of our reception right after the event. And another uh, fact about food, if you bike to the event, you have the opportunity to be entered into a, a raffle for a pie. A local pie. <laughs> I'm just going on record here. I will not be biking to the <laughs> go, go yeah. Michaela. Yeah. I always I look at her and I say, did you bike here? And that's how she gets around. So she bikes everywhere, even when it's 103. Um, so people will bike there. And we're encouraging that, of course. But it's fun. And the other part of it is, I think it's important for me always to explain to people, I'm like a local nut why does it matter? Why does KXCI matter? Why does Local First matter? Why does Mrs. Green's World being headquartered here matter? The YWCA, the businesses that we support, the local restaurants, because it's investing in your present and in your future. When I go to a local restaurant, I think about things like you're literally supporting people's jobs. You're supporting um, charities because I have done charity work in my life and guess who gives the most <laughs> the locally owned businesses you know the owner you frequent their business so it's money that keeps circulating which is the whole mantra of local first it keeps circulating in our community and helps with our schools and the infrastructure and all of those things so making a local choice is not just an airy-fairy feel-good oh isn't that nice kumbaya it's an intentional act of how you're spending your money and look at our local restaurant scene. It's second to none. I mean, we are getting such a reputation, you know, nationally and internationally, because our local restaurants rock and they're good and they're delicious. And you know, you can say hi to the owner. Who doesn't like that? And it's just a very different experience. And I always say to people, no, I'm not meeting you at X coffee shop. I'm going to meet you at Raging Sage, or I'm going to meet you at one of the local places where my three or four dollars matters to that organization. And it's people say, oh, that's interesting. But then the next time they want to meet at Raging Sage. Well, and the fact that we at Local First Arizona like to highlight often is how much the money does stay in this local right. economy versus if you were to spend with a chain. So studies show that uh, for every $100 spent at a chain, 
versus a local restaurant, only $13 of that $100 stays in the local economy with a chain. But if it's with a local business, a local restaurant, for example, studies show that up to $49 of that $100 stays locally and is recirculated. And the reason for that is the uh, the multiplier effect that we call it. And that means there are more jobs uh, through those restaurants, through those local businesses, the secondary and the tertiary jobs. Those local businesses need to hire graphic designers and they need to hire attorneys and they need to hire all the different, yes, uh, exactly. They need what they need to be a successful organization and a growing successful local business. And so I think that's much more of an impact than obviously what you would uh, spend with a, a chain where their headquarters may not even be in the local community. Oftentimes they're not. So I think that's where we want to look at where does our money really have uh, impact when we spend it. I think that local investing locally has a huge impact. There's no doubt about it. But what do you say to people who feel like uh, it's not a choice for them or not as much of a choice for them that they need to mine their, their wallet and make other choices? That's a great question. I mean, it's, it's, it is so right up my alley. You have to be intentional. And sometimes people say that to me that, oh, that's more expensive. And I look at them in the eye and I say, how many lattes did you have this week? So that's for some people. For other people, and go bring it back to Arizona Living Economy Forum, it's $10. You know what I mean? It's not $25. It's not $50. It's $10. We want to make it affordable. That's why we get sponsors. So I think that you're you're very right. But don't think that because you go to a local restaurant, it's going to be more expensive. And I think of things like Greg Camera Shop and Plunkett's and Gibson's and Goodman's, all of those places that are locally owned. If you go to them, like Greg's Camera Shop, for example, instead of going to Best Buy, I'm not putting Best Buy down, but if you go to Greg's Camera Shop, they'll match the price. It's the same with almost every local vendor that we work with. They care about your dollars and about the relationship. So I think don't assume that going local is going to be more expensive. You have to do your research, and we all know what the expensive restaurants are in Tucson, and we all know the ones where you can go and get a delicious meal for not so much so I think you have to really be conscious about how you spend your dollar, and it is an issue. And then the issue is about the true response to that is think about consuming less all, all around because that's where it all starts. You know, buy less so that when you do buy, you have the money to invest in something that matters. So it's definitely a, a, a mindset shift a lot of times for not getting the cheapest but getting the best and the healthiest and the freshest and, you know, supporting someone that is going to you know hire your child when they're ready to be a server or a busboy or something like that where do you where do you build those it can be selfish too where it's yeah i care and they're going to care about me and i would say also that the uh the common perception of amazon versus a local business is that they can you you as a consumer can get a better price but i would challenge that notion that that you can actually get a better price if you were to really look at a local business and seek that out which does take more time but by doing that i would i would find and i've found this myself that you can often find the same price if not even a lower price with a lot of the local businesses are willing to I think uh, be competitive in that way, and they really they they work hard to make sure that their uh, 
really competitive in the lo- in the very uh, global environment that we live in. And I think that we're finding that our local businesses are making those strides. So I think that it does take a little more effort, but it really does pay off because you're also connecting with people. You're actually getting out there, and, and it's an experience. And it's not just you know being online at home. You're actually getting out into your community at the same time, which is always a good thing. And you can talk about a place like Bookman's. Uh, my hashtag now is, I speak in hashtags at my age, be inconvenient. And it really is be inconvenienced because it. I got called out on it. It was. E- I said I got this book, you know, it came the next day on Amazon. And someone stopped me in a group and said, you got it where? It was Paula Schlussberg who said, you got it on Amazon when Bookman's is two miles from your house? Amanda, trust me, I will never make that mistake again. <laughs> I call Bookman's, I will go there, I will make it a part of my trip when I'm out to meetings. But biz- Bookman's is a perfect example of a company that has invested in our community, that supports our nonprofits, that has a place for people to gather. They care, they want to be relevant to us, they want our business, they keep reinventing themselves, and they give back. And Mike and I are on our own little war against Amazon. And it's not like it's the evil monster, but it is something that's going to take away a lot of our choices and our freedom and our diversity in terms of strong local economy. So people should just be aware. And let's face it, we can't take down Amazon. (laughs) But they're also funding the Washington Post right now. That's true. So there is the good. There's always the good. That There's the silver lining. So it's, you know, you, you can do that. I order some things on Amazon because they're not here. And if you're living in the middle of Colorado and you want a healthy dog food, guess what? You go to Amazon and it has the choice. But most of the time, if you think about it and you're willing to be inconvenienced, there are local choices to make. And I think it's finding that balance. We're not at local first, locals o- local only. Right. <laughs> we, local we, first. We're making it clear that you have to find that balance and trying to shift more of your dollars, 10% or 20%, will start to really add up in the community as more and more people make that shift. And uh, for me, for example, if, uh, if I want a new record, I don't need to have it shipped overnight by Amazon. I can wait a week and go to Wooden Tooth Records on 4th <laughs> and get a special order if they don't have it. Yes. Usually they probably have it or another local store will. And it's just a matter of a, a, a perspective shift. You know, Do you really need it instantaneously or can we wait and can we... We don't uh, need a drone yeah, to drop it off the Right. <laughs> and also knowing that there, there's, there are, there's those local businesses that are willing to make that effort to special order if needed and price match if, and, and many times. And I've found that more often than not. And so I think that's something I think more people should be aware of. So my final word and, and, and invitation is for people to come out on a Sunday afternoon and make make that day matter by getting engaged in your community. And Mike, do you want to give them the details of how, because we'd love people to register ahead of time so we can, you know, count on how much food we need. We don't want to run out of food. That would be really bad. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the event is Sunday, September 17th from 1230 to 5.30 p.m. at the YWCA Southern Arizona, located at 525 North Bonita Avenue. Tickets are $15 at the door and $10 in advance. You can get updated information and register at www.localfirstaz.com slash az-living-economy-forum. And now is your chance to really connect with our movement and be part of the local solution. We hope to see you there. 
We'll have to leave it there. You've been listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guests today have been Gina Murphy-Darling of Mrs. Green's World and Michael Peel, Southern Arizona Director of Local First Arizona. You can find this and all recent episodes of 30 Minutes on the 30 Minutes program page at kxci.org.